Testing, 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 testing. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode three of the Bought on Live podcast. If you guys are new to the show, welcome. Have a seat. Um, drink some coffee. Get ready. It's going to be a good show. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, in part one, we're going to be talking about transfer rumors. Tons of, tons of rumors going all around. We got Neymar uh, in the news, Joao Felix in the news, Bruno Fernandez in the news, uh, Juan Bisaka developments, um, even all this stuff on Kieran Trippier. I don't know why any team wants to buy him, especially Juve, but it's a thing now. Um, and in part two, keeping with this transfer theme, we're going to be talking about NBA free agents. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But we're going to get straight straight to the point. And uh, I'm going to introduce my co-host, uh, Akil Morgan. So for the people that don't know who you are yet, um, what is your name? Well, obviously, never mind. I just said your name. Duh. Uh, ha, ha. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Um, what, is, what team do you support? Who is your favorite player of all time? And what is your favorite formation? So, yeah, um, I'm a fan of Man City. <coughs> best team in Manchester. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I'm better, dying. The better <sighs> half of Manchester for the last five, five, six years. Anyways, um, and um, my favorite player ever, Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, that's right. Ronaldo, Ronaldo, made in Manchester. Thierry, yeah, made but, in Manchester. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I have a love for Cristiano Ronaldo, Thierry Henry, Messi, Ronaldinho, all of those guys. But Ronaldo's my all-time favorite. Mm. And um. Go to formation, you know. I'm a three-five-two kind of guy. I like a three-four-three as well. Four-three-three, like you know, those formations are cool. I agree, man. Yeah, I play with that. Yeah, Ronaldo's the best. Mm-hmm. And three-five-two on FIFA, bro. That's that's the secret. But I'm not gonna talk about that. I don't. I don't want them mm-hmm. to start beating me in FIFA. Yeah. But anyways, we're gonna get straight into the biggest deal of the summer if it happens. The biggest turnaround obviously we've had hummels go back to his old club uh monchi went back to his own club but if neymar goes back to barca as is being reported the deal is trying to get worked out it would break the summer um and i was just talking to Akil before the show when neymar first went to psg uh when it when the new when the rumors first started no one believed it everyone was like bruh the media is just trying to make up stories. PSG are billionaires, so of course they're going to try to buy everybody. Like $220 million, Like, bro, that's ridiculous. No one's ever going to pay that. And then eventually, the story continued. It kept happening. PK was out there scrambling on Twitter trying to keep his teammate. Had Neymar looking. <laughs> bro, Neymar was in such a terrible spot when he posted that to get that picture. Like, oh my goodness. I felt oh so bad gosh. for him. But anyway, that transfer started from nothing and it turned into something same thing with ronaldo last summer when juve was first linked people were like bruh like juve is the ugly dude trying to ask out the freaking hottest girl in the school to prom like (laughs) it's not gonna happen and then eventually the news stayed oh well he's not agreeing to a new deal he's beefing with florentino zidane left um and eventually, Juve sent out the chopper to Greece, picked him up, and he's been in Turin ever since. So these rumors, they start off sounding ludicrous. For example, like two weeks ago when this rumor first started, everyone was like, nah, like Neymar's not going to go back to Barca. And then now today, there's the development that apparently Barca offered $113 million plus Coutinho. So obviously, something is starting back up. 
So, Akil, if you were the negotiator, if on Barca's side, what deal would work best for Barca? And if you were the negotiator on the PSG side, what deal would work best for PSG if one were to happen? I think the deal that I'm about to explain works best for everybody. I feel like everybody would be satisfied with the deal. All right, all right. And that's a, it's the triangle deal. Okay. So it starts with Atletico Madrid letting Griezmann go to Barca for one. Okay, the hundred and twenty so, million release clause. I think it is. Yeah, release clause. Just let him go. He's already had his time. He's been an excellent servant to the club, and I think it's time for them to go. And they'll get their player, who we'll speak about a little bit later. Okay. From that, that moves to Barca. Barca play that release clause and then do a probably like a hundred million and a swap with PSG for Neymar. So Neymar ends up going to back to Barcelona and Griezmann ends up at PSG instead of Barca. So yeah, like I was saying, like MSN is reunited. Everybody gets to relive that 2015 season, one of the greatest seasons ever. And um, you know, you keep Coutinho, who hasn't been the greatest player, but he still has the potential to do that. And a little bit of the weight is taken off of his shoulders now because Neymar's back. And he has Neymar on the left and Messi on the right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So now, and then now Griezmann gets his freedom with Mbappe. They've already played together on the national team. So now they get to play together every week in and week out. And then you have uh, other guys there that you're building the team around as well. Young talent coming up. So yeah, they should be fine. I think that deal works best for mm. Yeah, I, I agree on the Barca front. If To me, Barca, they just have to get Neymar. It really doesn't matter what they do. Or how they get it done. If if they have to give up Griezmann, if they have to buy Griezmann and trade him, do it. If they have to trade Coutinho, do it. If they have to trade Rakitic, which we've heard, they should just do it. Even uh um Titi, like obviously um um Titi is a great defender, but he's a liability because of his injuries and he hasn't seen the field in a really long time. So for and Bar from Barca's perspective, they just need to get Neymar back. Um, the tricky thing comes from the PSG side because if I was PSG, I either want Dembele or Griezmann. Like that's the only way this deal is going down. Dembele, Dembele, because if you have Di Maria, Mbappe, and Dembele, that's pace, that's skill, that's technique, um, and then obviously Dembele and. Uh, and Mbappe are both French. And I feel like PSG, they, they need to start building a French core, something that the team can rally around. Because obviously yeah. it's, they have, the problem with PSG has been their culture. Like the players run everything. Everyone's paid. So there's not as much motivation, you know. Yeah. Um, and they haven't had the guy that like comes, goes in there and like puts his foot down and says, hey, like this is my team. This is how we're going to do it. Like, I don't care how you guys are not going to be a whole bunch of two million, uh, 200 a week pound babies. I'm going to have you guys playing smart and uh, strong together. Right. And I actually think Mbappe could do that. Like, he, he's still young, but mm-hmm. I feel I feel like if they got rid of Neymar, I feel like Neymar is the one holding, holding him the, back. Not holding him back, but also like holding the locker room back. Uh, I feel like. Uh, yeah, like, I, I don't know, man. I feel like, because Mbappe, like, he can talk his shit, dude. He can be like, hey, I got a World Cup. 
I score goals. I'm only 20, but we're going to get our shit together. And then keep in mind, they're getting Andrew Herrera next season too, who I think is like super underrated. My favorite player um, from United. So if if they're able to get either Dembele, who is – if he just fixes his attitude, like we saw at Dortmund his potential. Like he is an insane player. Or even if they get Griezmann – Griezmann in behind Mbappe or in behind Cavani with Griezmann out wide or Griezmann in behind Cavani with Mbappe out wide is a sick attack. Like no ma- if if they if they get Dembele or Griezmann to me it's a W either way. And I feel like Neymar goes back and Messi gets somebody else on the other side of the field that can do his own thing. PSG mm-hmm. gets rid of his toxicity and also he hasn't played in the champions league so it's like a win-win you know they get a talented player and they're basically giving away somebody who's making crazy money that's injured every february so yeah we'll see man it's the negotiations are just starting but it's one to keep an eye out for yep and then we're gonna move on still in la liga but this one is gonna involve Rodri, uh, 22-year-old from Atletico Madrid. Uh, he's been linked with City, and the links are becoming a little stronger now that, uh, dude, Llorente, either he made the best decision of his life or the worst decision, mm-hmm. crossing that divide from Madrid to uh, to Madrid. So <laughs> it looks like he's going to replace Rodri, who is either going to go to Bayern or City, but it's looking like City. So, Kiel, since you're a City fan, you see Fernandinho week in, week out. Do you think Rodri's a capable replacement? Um, Fernandinho is going to be very hard to replace because nobody quite sees or plays the game quite like him. Like, he's a different breed of uh, defensive midfielder. But with that being said, like, if you look at all Pep Guardiola teams, they always had that tall, strong midfielder. Mm-hmm. That's willing to scrap and play Busquets, Martinez. Now Rodri looks like he could be that next guy. Like he he would definitely slot into that team and be that next guy. Um, he's he's excellent passer, six foot three. He knows how to dribble out of pressure as well. I think you know what he's a perfect uh, replacement. Fernandinho should still be the starter, I think, but Rodri should be there to like take the minutes off of him because he's going to be thirty five towards the end of next season. So. Mm-hmm. I also feel too. I also feel like the only reason you guys got knocked out against Tottenham was, I think, was it the 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 game at Spurs that he didn't play? Fernandinho. Yeah, he, he played the game at Spurs. Or did he miss the game? He played both. He played both. I'm pretty sure. Um, if I can remember, I mean, I either... like no, actually, you know, yeah, you're right. No, no, he did no. No, yeah, he did play the first leg. I do remember him because he got into a scrap with Harry Kane, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did yeah, play that first. Maybe game. I'm just he... Yeah, maybe I'm just tripping, but either way for for City who's you guys are going to be playing 60 plus games a year. Yep. You can't rely on a, on a 35-year-old and um no matter how good he is. Yeah. His legs can go at any minute and he's already having injury problems. Yeah, so. and then like Gundogan in that role doesn't really give me confidence. 
he's he's all right. He's a good passer. He's just not defensively. He's not as good a Fernandinho right. or Rodri will be. So yeah. yeah, he's a good alternative, but he's not permanently there. Everybody, um, uh, a dark horse name would have been Zinchenko, and I like Zinchenko at a de- uh, deep playing role. He's plays there for Ukraine, and he does it pretty well. But um, I rather him at left back. So yeah, and then in the prem. <laughs> It's hard yeah, to it's play a, a five. Yeah. How tall is he? Like five seven? Yeah, he's like Messi's height. He's not really that. He's a scrapper. He's a scrapper. Yeah, and I mean to be fair, Conte does it, but Conte's yeah, Conte's a different breed. Yeah, he's he's a crazy breed. I think, I think Raji will be like the shrewdest piece of business because his release cross isn't that crazy. He's only twenty two. Uh, he got coached by El Cholo, who is like the mastermind of midfielders like this guy's yep. developed sal he gabby had such a great career um Koke. Koke did really well um he's like i mean he was a midfielder himself so you know you're gonna get a quality player because uh, even fernandinho when he went to city i mean he was kind of unknown too from shakdar um yep. and same thing with roger like everyone knows his name but he's still kind of unknown but he is a good good player. So if that happens, City's just gonna keep taking W's, bro. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, for Atletico, if they do sell Rodri, uh, it looks like they're gonna spend the money on Joao Felix, the youngster from Benfica. Uh, and it looks like that's the only team that's linked. Uh, I mean, there's rumors that every team is interested, but Atleti seems to be the only team that is really trying to get him um so do you think that's gonna happen to keel like is he worth the money what's what's gonna go on with that um yeah he's a really good talent um and i feel like if you wanted a younger griezmann he's that he's he he would be that player to play off a good target man a support striker and that team really fits him like they play a 4-4-2 a support striker, somebody plays the target man. They're a scrappy team. They're defensively sound. He's going to learn new things, pick up there, and he's still going to have the attacking talent that he knows. He'll become a better runner. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I, I feel like this is a great solution for him. Like, he could play anywhere in that midfield. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be a this one for the future for them, and it's going to be a really good signing. They'll still be competitive for the next couple of years with him. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you something real quick. This isn't it's nothing against Draw Felix, but just against the transfer market. I feel that any player who has only played one season should be going nowhere near a hundred million, hundred million. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Hold on. <laughs> Did we win? Did we win? Did we win? What happened? Okay. All right. We just, uh, a two-run homer. Matt Beatty. He just got called up today again. Uh, Walk great. off. All right, that's crazy. Shout-out shout out Walker great. Bueller. 16 yeah. strikeouts. First Dodger since Hideo Nomo struck out 17 against the Marlins Bro, in 96. Bro, Hideo Nomo. That's a name you haven't heard in a while, huh? A legend. A legend. Oh, my gosh. Dude, he yeah. was—he was such a beast. Deo Novo. Dude, right. I would have been All mad, right. bro. Real quick, That's real crazy. quick, bro. My man Walker Bueller just pitched nine 
complete innings, and he still would have not gotten the win if it weren't for this walk-off. <laughs> Craziness. That's crazy. Craziness. But, well, I mean, he got it at least. Yeah, shout out the Dodgers. Just keep that same energy in October. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, Draw Felix, he's super talented, but I don't I don't see Atletico spending a hundred million on him. I think they'll they'll get that price down maybe 80, 80 at the most, 60, 70. But they have a nice team. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamar, if they give him another shot. I know Gelson Martins didn't have a... Um, yeah, he didn't work out really. Yeah, he didn't work out, so I don't know if they'll keep him around. But even still, I mean, they're always going to be a hard team to beat with Saul, with Goke. Um, so... We'll see, man. We'll see what Joao Felix decides to do. Obviously, he can just stay. Um, and if anything, he, he should, you know, he should learn from Renato Sanchez too. I'm pretty sure Renato Sanchez was. Yeah, just he made stayed. that move. Yeah. Yeah, but. I mean, Renato, he's turned it around. I think in my eyes, he's gotten back into that team. Where he yeah. Used to be. Slowly but surely, but I'm sure yeah. when he was riding the bench at Swansea, he. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh... He was rethinking everything about his life. Yep. But anyways, while we're in Portugal, we're going to go from Benfica to Lisbon, Sporting Lisbon. Um, And their ace, Bruno Fernandes. Bro, he put up video game numbers. I don't think I've seen, apart from Messi and Ronaldo, numbers this crazy from a player other than like maybe uh, Mkhitaryan. That one season that United got him, I think he put up like thirty assists and like twenty goals. Yep. And Bruno Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and Bruno put up insane numbers. Um where do you think he's gonna go too? Because there's a lot of rumors, but there's nothing concrete. I see Bruno as like that like mid pick mid round pick. I see Bruno as like a Kyle Kuzma. Like that pick <laughs> late in the draft. Like nobody's really looking at them, but he's like the talent is there and everybody knows it, but nobody's really looking at him. But he's still um, unknown. Yeah. It's still like, a risk. Yeah, still a risk, right? Yeah. But um he had he played in Italy before, I believe, and wasn't that great. But now he went to Portugal and turned his career around. I mean I don't think a big name club for him is probably the best solution. Really? Maybe I, I should like I shouldn't say that, sorry. Um a team that's like established that that's going to be hard to get into no offense united probably is the best way to go because you know that's a team that's like still like it's it's kind of a rebuilding phase for you guys right now because nobody knows what direction that team is going to go in and they kind of want one to go up and he seems like he's a player that can like bring some creativity a spark that you're going to probably lose with uh one Mata going and probably Pogba going uh, to Mata Mata did sign an extension today. Oh he did? Okay. Well <laughs> oh. Alright, well good for him. All right, now he's back there. All right, he so, stayed, yeah. but he's probably most likely gonna be riding he's, the bench. Yeah, and he's not really the player he used to be. But yeah, like yeah. you can get a, a more creative player in there. That's the player they've been missing. They had a Herrera, Fred wasn't that player. Yeah. Herrera to have Herrera, Pogba, and Fernandez in the midfield together would have been like ideal for this season. That would have been sick. That's probably not going to work out, but yeah. 
Damn, bro. Why, why are you making me even more depressed, bro? I'm gonna kill myself <laughs> for this show. You still, over. you still have, you still have match, you still have Matich, you still have Fred. I mean, Scott McTominay, bro. How McTominay. could I forget? How could I forget? McSauce, <laughs> Scott McSauce. Um, yeah, with Bruno Fernandez, it's that one's really difficult because, in if he was like in the Premier League or in Serie A or in La Liga, if he put up over 50 goals and assists, like, people would be freaking, they would be going, like, fighting physically to, like, mm-hmm. try to get a signature. But still, there's something about, like, Portugal that's still so unknown that's, like, really hit or miss. Um, there's a lot of good players that have come out of Portugal, don't get me wrong. Yep. But, like, still, like, uh Lisbon is looking. They're trying to get ninety million. That looks. That's the number I'm seeing. Well, you know why they're trying to get so much money out of them because they're a club that's been in the turmoil of the last couple oh, of years. Yeah, they've had. So, they, they had a sue to get fees for I think Rui Patricio for Martins yeah, and stuff like that. You remember? Yeah. And you remember like they had. They were uh, on a decline that even the fans like went in and attacked players like that's how bad it was yeah that's why they all so, left like, they got their contracts yeah released. so that's what they all that's why they all left so it's just like yeah they're they're a team that's trying to rebuild and stuff like that that's why i guess they were trying to start a deal with city so they can get some of those players and start to rebuild so yeah. i mean i don't see i don't see bruno fernandez moving to city i don't see that happen so i feel like united is probably the best fit if arsenal had money arsenal would have gone for him too but yeah um yeah, I mean, it looks like United's really the only fit because Tottenham isn't going to spend money. Um, City doesn't need them. You know, underrate an underrated look would probably be Liverpool. Yeah, they should actually they should actually think about that because they do they will need a creative midfielder like another one of them. So I feel like he's probably like that one because if you look at they don't really have the creativity and they're not going after Fakir. You yeah. have Henderson who's all right, but he's not creative. Dabi Keita is like a box to box. Yeah, Wijnaldum's the, the most creative you get, but he's a box to box too. Yeah, I heard uh, Klopp today also said that he was he kind of hinted at splashing the cash. Yeah, so, so why not spend it on a player that you need? Go ahead and do that. Yeah, I mean that's good. If any, if Liverpool has any weakness, it's goals from midfield. So I don't know what's going on with United. It seems like there's just tons of red tape, and yeah. no one really knows what the strategy is. Um, but we'll see. We should be going after Fernandez, after Pepe. Um, uh, there's a lot of good players out on the market. It's it's as easy as calling them and being like, "Hey, sixty million, hang up." <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> I don't I don't know what's taking them so long, but ah, uh, we'll see. We'll see what develops with Bruno Fernandez. But the one player that United are trying to spend the money yet on is Aaron Juan Bisaka. Right back from Crystal Palace. Um, he was another one-hit wonder, kind of like Draw Felix. One-season one wonder so far. Uh, not a one-hit wonder yet. But a solid right back. He was he put up insane defensive stats. No one could get past Bro. It was ridiculous. He locked down everyone every week. Um, from what you've seen, Akio, do you think he could be there's obviously a difference between playing in a 4-4-2 for a relegation team and playing attacking football in a top six team do you think he's capable of making that transition say if he does go to united 
not this year. I feel like he's right to say that he should stay at Crystal Palace one more year because huh. he's he's had a great one season, but like you know, we always have our doubts about players that are good for one season. We always <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> we always do. So yeah, I see his point in saying yes, I'm gonna stay because I need to continue my development. I'm only twenty one. I've only had one good season in Prem, but dude, like you were the best defender, best right back last season by a mile. So Mm, apart from, I would say Trent. Walker and Trent still. But Walk, Walker's just solid. But Walker has his moments. Trent is a great attacking player, but nobody like is def- more defensively sound than. Oh yeah, Wambasaka. That's like fact right there. And he was probably I would I would say he was the best right back. He... Yeah, like you know, if he wants to do that, like stay and develop himself, mm-hmm. because. If you go to United, you're going to be straight under pressure right now because you are just like on a team that's been in turmoil the last two years. And now you got to figure out something, mm-hmm. how we're going to return back to prominence. How are we going to win our first league title in a couple of years? And a couple of bad performances and everybody's turning their back on you. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you go to like, say if, you, if City were still linked with him, you go to that team now, like, you know, you have different pressures. Like, you know, yes, you're expected to win the league again and you're on a better side. And at Crystal Palace, you're just fighting to stay up or be mid-table every single year. So, like, the, you don't have to be thrown into the fire like that. So, yeah, stay one more year, see what happens, and then next year make that transition move to a big top six. Um, see, I don't, I don't know if he should stay just because I, w- I always feel like you should cash in when the money is there because the money is not guaranteed. I mean, it. Yeah, it could uh, fluctuate one year. Especially with, with injuries, you know. Uh, yeah. Like I said, tomorrow's never guaranteed. You got you to gotta get the money right now. And he's on a good contract at Palace, don't get me wrong. But um, a move to United would still set him up good for the future. But I, I really like him. Because um, even, even if you look at his last season, like Ashley Young was horrible. He was trash. I think just by taking Young out and putting Basaka in, that's at that's an improvement. That's at least three or more points on the season that that we would have gotten. Um, and he's a he's a good player. And like the only thing that does worry me is I said the same thing about Matteo Darmian because Matteo Darmian is really solid defensively. Like he's a really good tackler um, in one on ones, but offensively he's trash like Mm -hmm. he literally cannot cross a ball and that's the difference between playing in a crystal palace formation where you're just just defend make sure the winger doesn't get past you let zaha and townsend create you stay back and do your thing whereas if he comes to united if he goes to any other team um he has to get forward he has to cross the ball and uh i was looking at squawka and he did have really good take on stats. Uh, I, I didn't really see too much about his crossing, but I think him and Trent are going to battle out that England spot for the next 10 years. Um, yep. And if, if you combined Juan Bisaka's defensive abilities with Trent's attacking abilities, you have like. You get Kyle Walker. <laughs> oh, no. <nah. laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Yeah, but like it'll be interesting too to see what England does, what what route Southgate chooses to take um, in the future. But regardless, I think United still need to get this deal done. Um, young English, 
And he's actually good. He's not freaking Sean Longstaff or Declan <laughs> Rice or Daniel James. Uh, I, don't 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 disrespect Declan Rice like that. I think he's a real deal. Uh yeah. I mean, I just I just want them to sign somebody, somebody good. Uh-huh. So we'll we'll see what happens uh, with Juan Bisaka and United. But also on the topic of United, star player, if if we can even call him that, Romelu Lukaku has been talking about a move to Serie A for, like, the last two years. Um, obviously, his brother plays in Serie A, so I'm pretty sure that's one of the main reasons why he wants to go um, and play with Jordan Lukaku. And now that Conte took over the job at Inter, um, a lot of rumors linking him um, to that striker position at Inter. The only issue is that they have Mauro Icardi, and this dude is more radioactive than freaking Chernobyl, dude. <laughs> in sports, yeah. I'm tr- I'm struggling to think of a player. Maybe Antonio Brown, but you see, Antonio Brown is way way better. Mm-hmm. But this guy is literally no one wants to touch Icardi. Um, so yeah, what do you, what do you think, Akio? Like, it it looks like Lukaku will go to Inter. Um, from what I've been reading, he wants to move. Conte wants to move. It's just kind of a matter if they're if they're gonna pay the fee or not. Um, He's not going anywhere because it, the thing is, for me, is Acardi doesn't want to go anywhere, and he's basically just he's it's all depending on him. I don't think they don't need another striker there. They already have um, Martinez, who they just signed last year, and he's gonna be one for the future. I don't, Lukaku can want the move all he wants, and I understand like. The fees like probably gonna get a raise. I don't think it's because just because of based on a cardi, he's not going anywhere. Uh, Nobody, uh, no, I don't think any other team wants to touch him. That Juve thing is dead to me. I'm gonna tell you um, the dream scenario, and I think it's gonna happen. So ho- hold on, hold on. Let, let me let me set the, let me set the story real quick. So first of all, I think Lukaku's gonna go because Conte. When he agreed to sign with Inter, he didn't agree to start penny pension for strikers, bro. I'm pretty sure he had long talks with the board because at Chelsea, they, they didn't want to give him money either, you know? And he had just won them the league. So I'm pretty sure he's going to get the players he wants. So I think Lukaku will go. Um, but he doesn't want a Cardi. And I think the solution that works for both for... Yeah, both sides. They should sell him to Atletico Madrid. I think mm. that would be an insane that, transfer. You know, that's a that is a great, great, and great thinking. Look at you. Let, let me let me tell you why, okay? Because I I think that Diego Simeone, first of all, he took a risk on uh, what's his name, Kalinic, the hothead, yeah. the Croatian. So obviously, he's not scared of signing players that are just insane that like so radio i think didn't kalinich he like left croatia at the world cup or something like that No, they sent him they sent him home because uh he didn't want to come on during the game oh true true so, but anyways like simeone doesn't care like he will put you in check like he is the ultimate like you want to fuck with me watch what happens so mm. i feel like him and Icardi, they're both argentinian and keep in mind they're losing griezmann and Diego Costa can't stay fit anymore. Um, and even 
who know even if he plays you know I, I think it's going to be diminishing returns for him as well obviously he's, his body's breaking down on him so to me that's that seems like a perfect um atletico will get a discount because mm-hmm. i mean inter's no one's no one's offering anything so they're gonna have to sell them at a discount um and then conte gets his man in lukaku and i think that deal works out for both teams crazy good yeah it's a cool one yeah so we'll see good luck to uh to conte at inter this finally will have an interesting serie huh? finally hopefully the you know what two years ago when uh, what's the name sorry Sorry. And Napoli should have done it, but they didn't. Like, that was really interesting, too. But I, I feel like this season's going to be really good. At, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I think... Yeah, sorry, man. That's... Ah. I don't know. I feel like Juve made a huge mistake with sorry, but we'll see. We'll we'll talk yeah. about that on, on another show. Another day, yeah. Mm-hmm. But staying, staying in Serie A... The last uh, transfer deal we're going to talk about today, um, going to Sari's team, actually, there's been rumors that Joa Cancelo is going to move to Inter for around 50 to 60 million in that range. To Inter? To Inter. Bro, I'm going <laughs> to make sure. Hold on. I'm going to make sure I write this down. Seven minutes. I'm going to cut Inter? Dude, it's funny because I rewatch all the pod, like I listen back to them again, and like I make so many errors that we don't even realize. Like I think I said, like, "Oh, who's gonna?" We were like, "Oh, who do you think?" I said, "Like, oh, is Liverpool or Spurs gonna win the Europa League final?" And then like we just continued the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hold on. All right, so let me make. I'll edit that out. But staying in Serie A, the last transfer that we're going to talk about today, um, going back to Mauricio Shadi's team, Joa Cancelo, his first year in Turin, it w- it seemed like a good uh, a good year. Um, he started to get dropped later in the season, but he's he's an awesome right back. Um, but it looks like he's on his way to City for around fifty to sixty million. And today, Juve put in a bid for Kieran Trippier. Yes, that's right. Slap yourself. This is this is real. This is real. <laughs> They're actually trying to buy Kieran Trippier. The player, he got he got burned so bad in the Champions League final. I don't know who would want to Not buy him. Not even that. You could just oh, Sterling ate him up. He, that that uh, the game we won. He had such we, we a lost. terrible season, man. He ate him up every single time we played Spurs. Sterling ate him up. Like he just gave him work. He just he's. This doesn't make any sense to me. You can go after any other right back. You can go after Arier. He's yeah, than like, I don't know how Arier go to that team. games, man. But dude, like, there's so there's other right backs out there in the world that you could have gone potentially go play for. I mean. Okay. Yes, the guy does have a great set piece, but that's it. Okay, but let's let's talk about Cancelo first, because obviously Cancelo has to happen first before Trippier does. So, uh-huh. do you, from a city perspective, I know you guys are trying to get rid of Danilo. I think from what I've heard. So, do you think this is a deal that's going to happen? Um, yeah. it's kind of bittersweet to me. Yes, I think it's going to happen, but I'm gonna miss Danilo because Danilo 
really put in a, a great shift for the last two years, as crazy as that sounds. Because I, I had my doubts when he first came, but he's been really solid. He's been a great squad player. Madrid great totally added... tore his confidence up. Yeah, but he, he's he's gaining it back. He's he's He has gained it back. He's been a great squad player. He's been a good player in and around. He's become a fan favorite as well. So, I mean, see him go, it's going to be a a sad thing but you know what like he's at the point where he could probably get one last contract out of everybody and then move on somewhere so and he's still young right i don't think he's hit yeah, 30 20 yet. 20 28 yeah he's, he's in a good good age spot yeah so yeah if, if it's time I, I don't want them to force him out but they may have to so mm-hmm. do you think uh Cancelo, obviously kyle walker i think he just signed a new deal today actually or yesterday yesterday yeah or two days ago actually sorry yeah so he just signed a new deal so obviously Kinsella will kind of be waiting in the wings but do you do you think he will be a worthy heir to Kyle Walker because Kyle Walker is damn good he is a damn good player I feel like Cancelo is really good too and uh the thing is is competition just to get more people to start working out there that's two squads man it's ridiculous how much depth you guys have. Yep, and that's always a good thing. Yeah, crazy. So, if the if the Cancelo deal happens, um, I think one of the reasons they're trying to get Trippier is because, okay, so if they sell him for, sell Cancelo for fifty sixty million, uh, they could buy Trippier. I think they're looking at around like twenty twenty five at the most. Um, so that'll leave them anywhere from thirty to forty million um, in profit. Where do you think that money is going to go to? Because I'm hearing delight is starting to the rumors are starting to heat up there. Uh, so do you think delight to Juve is a thing? Because you saw Ronaldo tapping up delight after the Nations League final. Like, hey, bro. Do you like do, come here, bro? You deserve to be here. Do you um, think that's going to be a, tra- a transfer? I hope not, <laughs> honestly, because I want delight. But um, not you know, yeah, I I could see that happening. Um, he's gonna end up somewhere. I don't want him to go to PSG. Yeah, that's no. the only place I don't want him to go because no. I feel like that's not that's not something that he should even like remotely think about. But yeah, like um, yeah, that could be a good deal to have him as the next. He would replace Barzagli, so it would it would be uh. A BCD, yeah. Benucci, Chiellini, Delight. You know, have that little thing there. He could play off the right, or and uh, have Benucci in the center. Play, uh, what's his name? Depends on if Sorry wants to run a three-five-two. Like you know, Sorry might switch things up and play a four-three-three. Yeah, but even he's that, stubborn he can, to his four-three-three. <laughs> he, he, he can, he could play. Yeah, he could play anywhere in that back line. So yeah, I see. Yeah, I think that would be an insane transfer, but also. I feel like whatever profit they do make off Cancelo, it's either going to go towards funding the Delight deal or funding the Pogba deal. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, but it looks like they're trying. So we'll see. And obviously, DeShiglio is still at the club. Solid yeah. right back. Um, not not a household name like Cancelo, but they'll, they'll figure something out. Yeah. I, I don't think Trippier is the way to do it, but yeah, they'll figure something out. Yeah, but then again, you know, I'm pretty sure Kalini and Delight can make Trippier look really good. So yeah. who knows? It might be um, 
a transfer to look out to. And obviously there, there's a lot more deals that have happened. Um, I think the one that really excited me the most, I'm just going to s- single this one out and then we'll uh, move on to part two. Did you see that West Ham picked up Pablo Fornals? I love Pablo Fornals. Just not even for like an actual real life thing. Like football manager, that guy is a monster. He is a beast. Oh my He's goodness. a monster. Oh my gosh. I signed him, I think, season three into my my uh my um journey with Milan back to start to uh stardom. Mm-hmm. And he He just showed up. I had Isco on loan and he outplayed Isco. Like what? Yes. Great player. So yeah, um, yeah, looking forward, looking forward to him at West Ham. West Ham always pick up like a good, decent player. Yeah, last and they year, don't really Philippe have the Anderson. team. Yeah, they don't really have the team. Payet, Payet is the uh, Payet's year in the Premier League is one of the greatest years in the Premier League I've ever seen. That guy ripped tore it apart. I wish he had stayed longer. Yeah. To like you know, or gone moved to a bigger club in England at least because that guy was so good. He had so much talent, and he was such a late bloomer as well. So yeah. But, man, tons of transfer stories. Hopefully they come true. Um, And they're going to have to because the transfer window does close, at least in England, it does close a little early this year. So hopefully these deals start getting done and we'll come back with updates for that. But thank you guys for listening to part one. We'll be back in just a second. Part two. Get ready for that NBA shit, that bought on lie shit. (laughs) Let's go. Welcome back to part two. Uh, we finished the transfers, and now we're going to get into basketball. Uh-huh. What are you playing? Ba- <laughs> bro, that's a classic. I think that was a, like NBA Street or something. No, that was like Mike, bro. The first one. I had the it was VHS on one of the every- games, bro. It, was, it probably was, too. But I had that on like the like Mike VHS. I had the music Bro, video. Like, I had the like movie. Mike was lit. That was one of my oh, favorite man. movies. I used to watch on my, my grandma's small TV every single day. That was oh man, I don't know that movie Inside Out. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, but anyways, this basketball season was insane. Finally, the Warriors got dethroned. Um, we the North. A couple of weeks ago, Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, ha ha, ha ha ha. <laughs> bro, this guy. Man gets paid, baby. He's a fun guy, bro. He's a fun guy. Fun and then guy. obviously we had to do, baby. <laughs> Dude, those memes are hilarious. <laughs> He's great, man. He's a great guy. Yeah. So finally, we had a new champion. The draft was pretty crazy. This was the biggest surprise in America. Did you know that Zion Williamson actually got picked number one? Who would have thought that? Oh my god! Are goodness, you kidding man. me? Uh, they didn't pick R.J. Barrett first. No, oh my man. Gosh. It crazy, right? Crazy. Can't, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I don't like talking about drafts because, first of all, re- real quick before uh, before we start this this segment, 
mock drafts are the stupidest thing ever. You know how many? They're never right. No, no, no. Think you want to know how many draft day trades there were? That is true. You can't take those into account. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. You just have it with based on what you have. No, I know, but give me a number. How many think do you think happened yesterday? Okay, there was probably at least five in the first round. Uh huh. But give me uh, give me a number for total. How many do you think happened yesterday? I think about. I'm gonna say like twelve. Seventeen. Wow, was even close. <laughs> oh my god, bro! It, it the draft was a mess. I felt yeah, bad for um, Hunter because he had to wear a Lakers hat, but it's like he's yeah. going well, to the a Hawks. lot of a lot of them had to anyway. Luka Doncic had to wear an ATL hat last year. So. Yeah, so it always happens. It always ends up happening like that. Yeah, so the draft was a mess, and then I don't like to give out ratings just because they haven't played a game yet. Like, I'll we I'll start judging them once they start playing. Yep. Because there's no point in like, hey man, they, that team drafted really well, and they end up fucking drafting a bust. Unless you're the Pelicans, because they drafted really well. <laughs> like, there's there's no other way to put that. Like, bro, I don't even, when when Zion have to play an NBA game when Zion's out the league in five years, bro, don't talk to me. Wow. Why would you put that? Why would you put that on? Yeah. Who knows, bro? There's Anthony Bennett's and Greg Odin's too. But anyways, we're going to go shout out to my man, Colin Ward Henninger from CBSSports.com. We're going to use his article for reference. He wrote an article about the top 20 players available that are free agents. Um, So we're going to start. We're going to go from the bottom down and we're going to kind of talk about where do we think these players will sign and also if they're um, unrestricted or restricted free agents. Um, so the last four players on this, or the last two on this list are Brooke Lopez at 20 or Brooke Lopez at 19 and Deandre Jordan is 20. And these are kind of hard to predict because Deandre is 30 and Brooke Lopez is 31. So they can either try to cash in on one big contract or, um, they might play for a discount and uh and get a content or and you know play for a contender who knows really what they're gonna do mm-hmm. i heard the lakers are trying to get Brook. that would be such a l we let the man go and then we try to they get should him have, back. but they honestly did they, they realized that they made a mistake by letting him go last year yeah i don't know what magic was thinking when he let brooke lopez go and also number 18 on this list julius randall um mm-hmm. who is also a free agent um he's only 24 years old too so he might stay with the pelicans um he might not i haven't really heard too much buzz about him so i i don't really want to predict where he's going same thing with uh with bojan uh bogdanovich from the pacers 30 years old yeah. solid player uh yeah he's he's really good i like him i, I think he might stay in indy though uh yeah especially with depot coming back i mean they had they took LeBron to seven games, so yeah, and they they should be, and they got to the playoffs without him eating anyways too. So like they're uh, actually a really solid team. So yeah, so hopefully he stays. Um, and at thirty years old, I'm not sure if there's going to be a lot of teams looking at him. Yeah, looking at him. But from here on up, from seventeen on up, these are some real game changers right here. Uh, believe it or not, because number sixteen on this list is Marcus Soul. But Marcus Soul, man, he was one of the best trades 
and uh-huh. one of the best deadline trains ever i think he played super solid in the playoffs. i will challenge you on that all right go ahead go ahead there's a guy by the name of pow i don't know if mark's familiar with him but yeah uh, he, was a pre- he was a pretty good deadline day trade yeah oh wait and, wait, wait mark was involved in that trade as well yeah they got traded for each other <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy yeah bro they both bro that's like imagine getting traded for your brother like yeah uh, like Y'all could have played on the same team. But, I mean, it worked out for both teams. Yeah, and at the end, they both got their ring. So, that's yeah. that's really cool. But, anyways, he has a player option returning to Toronto. Um, and I don't know about you, but I think this his decision to return solely depends on Kawhi. What do you think? And that's the same thing I was just about to say. Whatever <laughs> Kawhi's doing, he's doing. So, if Kawhi does stay, which we'll get to later, mm-hmm. then he stays. If Kawhi doesn't stay... I could actually see him going back to Memphis if he decided to do that. Um, mm. He's 34. This is He already got his last contract. This is really, he's playing for pay cuts now. So, I mean, a team, you look at the teams, probably could end up there. I would even see Golden State picking him up if they had the option to. Any team, even even the the Lakers if need be. Yeah, the Lakers, Clippers, they can look at, look at him as well. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he showed that he can still... Obviously, he's he's not going to have good numbers over a whole season. But in a playoff yeah. series, with his experience, his defense, um, he he was a really good player. Um, same type of mold as number fifteen on this list, Al Big Man Al Horford, who did one of the stupidest, arguably one of the stupidest things ever, because he declined his player option um, to stay with the Celtics. Um, and let me get you the exact number. I believe it was thirty million that he yeah, it was declined. somewhere in that range. It was somewhere in that range. Thirty, I think it was thirty-two point one million or something like that. Yeah, it was. I know it was above twenty. But anyways, he declined his player option to stay with the Celtics, um, and apparently it was, he was declining the one-year thirty million, and the Celtics were going to offer him like a four year, three year, 60 million. So Mm -hmm. he was going to end up making more money, but he's going to get paid, man. Cause even still he's 33, but there's a lot of teams. I've I'm, I'm reading that he's getting a hundred million dollar offers, which would be absolutely insane. It would be ridiculous. But yeah. Do you you think he's going to stay in Boston? Um, nah, he's already gone. I don't know where to. There's a lot of teams that will look for him. Um, I don't know where exactly he fits. I can't like off the top of my tongue like think of a team right now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Uh, they said the Lakers are interested. The Clippers are interested, but them, those two names are gonna throw out for everybody. Yeah, but he's he's not gonna get thirty, thirty or million any, the anywhere near twenty million from a contender. Other yeah. than the Celtics, if that's if that's true. Okay, so yeah, and then um, yeah, I don't know like a set team that really like, maybe Phoenix. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, maybe. Well, actually, Phoenix have what's his name? Hunter. DeAndre. Aiden. He can play Aiden. I mean, sorry, why did I say Hunter? Um, but he has um, he can play power forward next to him. That can that can fit. Too. Yeah, he, he can little, space the floor. Yeah, twin towers kind of thing too. Back like you know before you know somewhere somewhere will be he'll fi- he'll find a team that will be willing to pay him that money. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be one to look out for. I, 
to me though it's still crazy to think like this man just declined 30 million dollars yeah <laughs> i don't know maybe maybe i'm just too poor bro i wouldn't decline freaking 30 dollars mm-hmm. uh <laughs> but anyways <laughs> number 14 on this list um malcolm brogdon you know ex rookie of the year ex rookie of the year malcolm brogdon Th- this is something I'm I'm, got, I'm I'm gonna mention real quick though, when when the Bucks got eliminated, everyone was like, you know, it's all right, you know, they'll be back next year. Giannis will be back. He's gonna work on his jumper. But there, Brooke Lopez is a free agent. Malcolm Brogdon is a restricted free agent, and then Chris Middleton is also a free agent. He has a player option, but if somehow all those three players end up leaving, which I don't think will happen. But I don't know. They they're gonna have to rebuild that squad somehow. Yeah. I feel like having Brogdon. I feel like Brogdon staying put. I don't see Brogdon. Uh, he has a restri- uh, Brogdon. he has a um, restricted free agent, so they can match. Yeah, I don't see any situation where he leaves. There's not really a team out there. I don't think that's looking for someone of his caliber of player. So I feel like I feel like everybody other than Brook Lopez that is. Uh, a free agent with the Bucks, they're staying. Yeah, for sure. Like they want, they want, they want one more run at least. So yeah, I, I, I say he stays. Yeah. So, and I, I haven't heard too much about any other teams really trying to go in on him. But there's always going to be Orlando or Phoenix that's going to overpay for somebody, and then eventually try to trade that contract in two years. <laughs> it's the never-ending sports cycle. Um, but anyways, number 13 on this list, DeMarcus Cousins. This man got absolutely roasted. Bro, they roasted the hell out of this man. Mm-hmm. He signed. He wanted to get his free ring, <laughs> and he lost to the Raptors in six. Yeah. <laughs> the LeBronto Raptors. Um, obviously, he's recovering from an Achilles injury and a quad injury that he had in the playoffs. Yep. He's not going to get an offer close to what the Pelicans were offering him that he turned down, the $40 million over two years last year. Um, so do you think he's going to stay in Golden State? I want Boogie. You know what? what? I, as crazy as it sounds, I feel like reuniting Boogie and Anthony Davis – on the Lakers, get him on a league minimum right now. I feel like we're ooh, I, ooh, and imagine that, right? And then we get like a Kemba Walker. We don't have to even get Kyrie. We get a Kemba Walker there. We get Demarcus Cousins, bro. That's a championship team right there. I don't care if he was injured or not. Like if he could continue stay healthy this season, I pray he does. Cause mm-hmm. I, I, I was really like, I was really uh, sad to see him go down with an injury like that. And now that I look at him, he's not the player that he used to be. But if he, he has a full off season where he can stay healthy, he can go, we sign him to a league minimum, I'm down. Like, I'm 100% down. He's still all, I feel like he still can be that all-star player if he comes back. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, to be fair, like, he low-key was keeping Golden State in the finals. I think I think it was a, um, was it game five? Yeah. The, I think that was yeah, the game the that game Durant. Five, he had a great, he had a big game five. Yeah, the, I think that was the game that Durant went down. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he had a couple good, really good games in the finals, and then even in Game Six, um, in crunch time, he had. I think he scored Golden State's last basket, the one where he like. 
totally took Siakam and like almost dunked it on him. Yeah. I think those were the last points that Golden State ended up scoring. Um, so he had like big moments, and no one could guard him, bro. He was he was bodying Casol, he was bodying uh, Pascal Siakam. So who knows? Uh, maybe he'll get a nice offer from somewhere because he's still only twenty eight. So it's yeah. Um, he's still pretty young for a player, and he did look really good in the playoffs. So. Me personally, I think he's gonna stay with Golden State. Who knows how the contracts works or or how much they're gonna offer him? But that's my opinion. Alrighty. Yeah, I think he'll he'll sign another kind of one year prove it deal. And then number twelve is an interesting player because everyone seems to always want this guy, JJ Redick. Is is he gonna come yep. to Lakerland? Uh, it depends on what they do, but, uh, he could come. I feel like he would be pretty good there, too. He's a good, he's one of the most esta- best established shooters in the NBA today. Probably all time, too. He's really good. Um, yeah, a, te- a lot of teams that are looking for shooting, they're going to want So I feel like, yes, the Lakers are the number one team on that list to bring him here. He's older, but he's still experienced player. So, yeah, I feel like L.A. Yeah. Back to L.A. Yeah. Just uh, switch switch the red and blue for purple and gold. For real. But another thing, too, is, like, I think this past year he had signed for, it was, like, a one-year $20 million deal or something mm-hmm. crazy. He had gotten, like, crazy, like a crazy one-year deal because the Sixers had all that cap space left over from trying to get Braun. <laughs> yeah. So they kind of, like, gave him all that money. So maybe he'll kind of stay there as, like, a loyalty type thing. Cause the Sixers have a squad, bro. And, bro, they, they need all the three-point shooting they can get because they're not getting it from Ben Simmons, man. <laughs> yep, not at all. So that one, I'm, I'm not going to give a set prediction. I'm going to say he stays in, in Philly Okay. for him. And then now number 11, this is going to be an interesting one. D'Angelo Russell. Uh, he is a player that I think is going to be caught in no man's land, too. Because mm-hmm. he's a restricted free agent, so the Nets can match. But they're not trying to keep him because they're trying to open up um, the two max slots. So I saw today he was talking with Minnesota. Um, maybe going there. I mean, he can go to the Suns. I've I've heard that. I heard that somewhere. Mm. But I... I I think Minnesota, I think whatever team, I don't think there's a lot of teams in on him, but whatever team actually offers him a contract, I think they're going to get him. Because I think the Nets are going to be too caught in trying to keep their max slots open. Yeah. That I think he's just going to be a casualty. And it sucks because, bro, he led them to the playoffs. He's an all-star, yeah. And yeah. He's only 23. Uh, for, yep. For me... Uh, the Christopher Wallace song once said, "I'm going, going back, back <laughs> to Cali, Cali." He's coming back to me. bro. I started off with the with the basketball. Now you're trying to do your own. You a hater, bro? I got I got the biggie. I got the biggie going on now. I mean, he plays in Brooklyn. They got their own little biggie jersey there too. So, bro, he got that Jay Z shit all over, bro. That too. That too. So yeah, but you know what? I feel like. I always throw my name Lakers around because I'm a Lakers fan. I always do. <laughs> like he, if I was, I forgot to mention him earlier when I was talking about Boogie. Like him, 
Boogie, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. That's a crazy lineup. Kyle Kuzma. Just think about that, dude. dude. What? Insane. Like, and you can throw in a whole bunch of other players there, too. Like, whoever you need help with shooting. Like, that's a championship caliber team, it sounds like, right there. I don't want to get all excited right now because I got all excited last year. Yeah, hold on. Let, let me let me settle you down right here. Mm-hmm. That might be a championship uh, level offense, but it's a YMCA level defense, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one on that squad would but, play. You know, defense. Davis Davis plays really good defense. True, true. He would hold down everyone. the paint, but and Boogie, Boogie Boogie if he stays healthy, he'll be fine. LeBron's older. Kuz still learning as a defender, and so is. Um, D'Angelo. So we'll see. If D'Angelo has Rondo there to help him again, once again, then yes, he'll become better. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I I feel like he should consider coming back to. Lakers. True, true. But now breaking into the top ten, um, starting with ten, Nikola Vucevic, uh, unrestricted free agent center. He he came out of USC. Um, he's a really good center. He could space the floor. Um. He's just kind of been chilling in Orlando. Um, he, they made the playoffs finally after a really long time. Uh, I honestly have no clue where he's going. I don't know. If yeah. I've, uh, I, don't, I, I, I would say he's staying, but then they have Mo Bamba, and I feel like they want to develop him a little bit more into – a great center so Mo Bamba I feel like is the feature for the yeah the magic and as for him Vucevic I mean anywhere that needs a center really I mean and you could you could look to New York the Knicks yeah nobody wants to go who wants to go there but yeah like he would be if you don't if the Knicks miss out on whoever they want like you know like uh mm-hmm. they miss out on Kyrie and Katie he'd be like a good player to fill in there if you don't want to keep DeAndre Jordan, okay. Yeah, and then I'm also reading to. Um, obviously, I'd heard about the Lakers' interest a while back. Yeah, but, they had interest like a long time ago on him. Yeah, and then also I heard Boston's interested because. Uh, That's a good fit as well. Yeah, because what I, what I was reading was like, Horford, Horford might. It looks like he's getting, like pretty good, like big big money offers. Yeah. So he would kind of be like a, a like a discount on Horford. So who knows? I think if he if he if Boston gives him an offer, I think he'll go there. Yeah, um, gives him a chance to, to win a title because I think Boston with Kyrie is or without Kyrie is better than than Boston with Kyrie. But we'll see. This this is one that we kind of have to let wait yeah i think i think once the horford domino falls then we'll kind of see what goes down with him even with with brick lopez kind of once that center market starts heating up then we'll kind of um see more of what's going down and then moving on to number nine chris middleton 27 year old um he had a player option but he did opt out of it um two days ago so he's gonna be a free agent but but I, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, um, he's just gonna sign a bigger deal in Milwaukee. He ain't going. Yeah, so that's what mostly everyone believes that they're gonna keep him. But still, there is the possibility 
that he could leave, you know? Still the possibility. But I think he's going to stay. Because, I mean, he's he's the only... He's a decent number two star. I don't think he had the best playoff series against the Raptors. Um, but he's really the, the second best player. It's really him and Eric Bledsoe and Brogdon. Yeah. So... I think for sure they're going to have to keep him just because he plays defense and he's a solid scorer. Not a superstar, but you need those kind of players on your team. Uh, And then now moving on to number eight on the list and number seven, Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler. Dude. (laughs) This is where it starts to get interesting. Tobias Harris is such is one of the best players in the league, one of the most underrated players in the league. He's so good at what he does. Um, it's unfortunate the Clippers, the the Clippers, the Clippers traded him, but you know what? It it, it turned out good for him. Um, uh, Philadelphia for their bench scoring. Um, Tobias Harris, he can realistically go anywhere, anyways. Too, he's a good forward. He can play a two guard as well a little bit. He could even stay in Philadelphia and play there. So yeah. I think that's probably logical for him to do that. Yeah, I think he didn't have the best playoff series. I was kind of hoping more of him just because, yeah. I mean, you have Embiid. Obviously, you know what Embiid can bring. You know what Jimmy Butler is going to bring. But I thought I thought Tobias Harris was like the icing on the cake. Yeah, like the score. that predator was going to take them off the, over the top. Yeah, well, not not because of his own ability, but just because like, you know, Ben Simmons is gonna drive in and get open looks on the perimeter. Like Embiid is gonna keep players in the paint, and then like Redick is gonna, you know, he's gonna have a man open. So I I felt like Tobias Harris is gonna have a lot of room to like really ball out because the mm-hmm. defense is already taking care of everybody else but him. Um. And I thought he kind of disappointed a little bit, but if they keep him, man, if they keep him and Jimmy Butler, they're definitely. And if Kawhi moves to the West, the the East is straight back open again. So, as far as Jimmy Butler, uh, there's been a lot of rumors that he is going to be involved in like a trade with Chris Paul. I don't know if you heard about that. I'm not. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. Yeah, there's rumors that like Houston is trying to trade Chris Paul's contract. Or I, I think I read that they're trying to trade Capella and somehow pick up Jimmy Butler. Um, anyway, it's crazy. But you think Jimmy Butler is going to um, stay in Philly? Nah, he's gone. You know what? For a logical solution for him, I feel like Indiana is a good place to go. I'm not sure if they have the cap, but that does. They do. They do. They have enough cap to get a max contract. But having him, Depot, Miles Turner, if you can get Bogdanovich back too, that's probably a good little team you got there. That's a nice team. Or even if he does come to the Clippers with Kawhi, the yeah, two max that slots. too. If Kawhi, if Kawhi, yeah, thinks about going to the Clippers, yeah, that would be a good team. Yeah, it's a cra- That's that's a good. That's a good team. And then. Number six, Porzingis. Um, I haven't heard he's a restricted free agent. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm. He's not gonna go anywhere. Are they? Yeah, I'm ninety. I'm about like ninety percent sure he stays in Dallas. Yeah. If anything, he might have already um, signed. But yeah, they're they're not. He's gonna stay there. Um, yeah. He's 
he's not gonna be in Latvia fighting fighting dudes at bars anymore. <laughs> um, but anyway, now it's gonna get juicy. We're breaking into the top five. Number five, Clay Thompson. Um, I think pretty much everyone can agree that he's gonna stay in uh, Golden State, especially after everything that happened in the playoffs. Yeah. That's pretty much the consensus. I don't see him leaving. Yeah, and I mean, he is, um, he's gonna be recovering from his tour. I don't know how he just tore his ACL because it looked like he messed his whole knee up. Yeah, it looked like a knee injury. But... I, I think Golden yep. State is lying, bro. They're hiding. <laughs> they've they've been notorious from hiding stuff from us. I mean, as far as Clay though, I think Clay is nailed on a stay um it just depends on if they give him like the super max which i think they can yeah or if they give that to kd um because then the issue too is they they can keep both but then they'll pay like crazy luxury tax amount of money yeah so uh it's either one or the other and i feel like clay's the most logical one for one for you yeah so i think for sure the first person that gets a contract will be clay thompson um Mm. And now, number four, Kimba Walker. This is an interesting one because I read that he does want to stay in Charlotte, but I'm sure someone's going to bite. I just have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Either either the Nets don't get him or the Clippers aren't able to get somebody. I don't know. I think he is not going to end up in, in Charlotte. What do you think? Um... I don't know. Honestly, he's a wild card. He can literally... Uh, if he wants to stay in Charlotte, they got to give him more help. And I don't think Charlotte's the place that he's going to get more help. So, you can go join a super team. Go to the Lakers. Go to the Clippers, who are probably going to eventually have two really good players. Yeah. And... um, Yeah, I mean, that's uh really about it. Yeah, about it. I'm, I mean, the Lakers are trying to... I've heard rumors that the Lakers are trying to get him. Um, there were slight rumors that the Mavs are going to try to do a sign-and-trade. That would be sick. Yeah. I mean, Donkic with Porzingis and Kemba Walker, that's a nice yep. little big three. Really good team, yep. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, if that happens, that's a really good destination for him. Um, but who knows? Maybe, maybe the Knicks will will bite if they're not able to lure anyone over. Especially because uh, Frank Nidikina. Nidikina, yeah, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't look like he's gonna be a a superstar or anything. So I think Kemba would be an upgrade on on him if they do decide to get him. Definitely. But anyway, this the top three man. This is gonna. This summer is gonna sh- oh, it's gonna reshape the NBA, man. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and Kawhi Leonard. What what's gonna happen with them? All right, so Kyrie is either gonna take the Nets or the Knicks offer. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like he's New York's his his home. That's where he's from that's where he wants to play he's tired of the boston um uh 
it's still going to be pressure on him. I don't know if he's moved away from Boston because of the pressure, but it's still going to be a lot of pressure on you to move to New York because big mar- bigger market mm-hmm. to teams that haven't been great the last few years. So especially let's make the playoffs. Yeah, especially if if he does go to the Nets or the Knicks, maybe with the Knicks it'll be less pressure. But let's say he does go to the Nets. Like if he doesn't show up in the playoffs. Like how he did against um, against uh, the Bucks. If he doesn't show up and then he says, "Yeah, I sh- I should have taken like forty shots or whatever," he, that stupid ass quote that he said. Uh-huh. Like I don't know. He's his his leadership is still to be questioned. Um, yeah. So it's it's a risk. I think Kyrie is a risk, um, especially if he goes to Brooklyn where. There's not really a veteran leader in New York. There's not really a veteran leader that's controlling the locker room. Um, So it'll be a risk. But I do think if he does go, it'll be with Kevin Durant. I do see... Wherever he goes... Yeah. Wherever he goes, Kevin Durant is going to follow. So if the Knicks, then he's going to end up at the Knicks. If the Nets, he's going to end up at the Nets. Yeah. Or even the possibility of KD staying with Supermax is out there, but not really sure. Yeah, but yeah, Kyrie's definitely gone. It's either it looks it looks from what's been reported in the p- past couple of days, it looks like the Nets is the most likely destination for him. Yeah. And as far as KD, it, this is another tough one too because the owner the the warriors owner has been adamantly saying that he's staying in this and that but like yeah. i said the luxury tax does become a problem too especially if yep. they also keep buggy um so i don't know and he and he's not going to play for a whole year so i mean hey the sports are cruel golden state could easily just be like nah we done with you <laughs> they can pull out isaiah thomas like yeah we done with you what could just go right away wherever you want to ride away like, for real because i mean if you think about it from a logical perspective kd won't be on the court he's not going to play next year he won't be on a court until he's 32 yep and if they sign him to a supermax that means he'll be signed on until he's 35 years old and by that point who, I don't, who knows if he'll still be who knows if he'll even KD. recover you know yeah it's a it's a big injury for a player that that's going to keep him out for a year and he's a very important player as well so yeah so i think i think him leaving would be best for him because bro gold golden state they're they're trying they tried so hard to pander to him especially once he got hurt they're like oh get well kd we love you we need you curry is all in the interviews like oh yeah clay is all in the interviews like yeah we need kd we need kd Draymond wasn't saying that shit earlier in the season. <laughs> like he got a, a little heat of the moment argument with him. That's why. Yeah, like I still feel he was very underappreciated, um, yep. and I think for his own legacy, it would just be better if he just leaves and be like, "Hey, I won. They couldn't win without me, and then I went somewhere yeah. else and won. How about that?" Mm-hmm. So that'll help him get that that snake snake rep attached off off of him. And then lastly, the biggest domino in the NBA, in sports, everything this summer. I think this one's even bigger than Bryce. Kawhi Leonard 
Akil, the prophet, where is he going to go? Kawhi signs a four-year deal with the Los Angeles Clippers. <laughs> no don't way, get, bro. Don't get your hypes up. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to do that. I feel like he's... Just to get the spotlight off of him, you know, he's he's the fun guy. You know, he's a happy guy. And to build that fun guy brand, he's going to go to L.A., his home, and sign a max deal with the Clippers. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see him stay in Toronto. Maybe sign a... Like, the... The option of a one-year deal in Toronto, I was I was hearing about today. That could work too. Have him stay one more year and then figure out what he wants to do after that. But um, I think he goes to the Clippers. Yeah, I was I was talking about this um with my stepdad yesterday. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, like it's literally a win-win situation because if he stays in Toronto. Like he's pretty much the prime minister of Canada. <laughs> yep. Like, move. Yeah, Trudeau basically doesn't matter. Like, whatever he says, just goes. Like yep. he can literally just do whatever you want. Kawine and dine, free everything, free this, free that. They'll give him, mm-hmm. bro. If he really wants to, they'll let him have his own plane, and then the team will travel separately from him. Like he would literally be able to do anything he wants. But then also, if he comes to the Clippers and he somehow wins a championship, three rings with three different teams, and if he wins the finals MVP, that it, no one's ever done that. Nope, not at all. He will be the first player. LeBron, LeBron um, and Kareem, I think, um, yeah, LeBron and Kareem are the only players to win two finals or finals MVPs with two different teams. Yep. So he will be an elite company if he's does it with three different teams. Um, and yeah, I think I think it might be the Clippers too. And I'm actually kind of yeah. glad for that because then I could go to a Clipper game for like ten dollars. That's what their tickets sell for anyway. Yep, and having to enjoy enjoy what they have. You know? <laughs> for real, finally. Yep. But, I've never even been to a Laker game, bro. It's ridiculous. You haven't? Mm-mm. I've been to a couple, actually, but it was when I was younger. I haven't been to one recently. Not with these LeBron prices, bro. Uh-huh. LeBron brought them prices all the way back up. The last game I went to was, like, 2016. Yeah, I was trying hard to go see Kobe, bro, but never happened. Dang, bro. I've seen Kobe a couple times, man. Shit. Surreal. Surreal. Yeah, but anyways, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Episode 3. Um... Make sure on pod if you're on podcast.com, download a podcast. If you're on YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe. If you're on um, Apple Podcast, make sure you add us and subscribe. Um, keep on the lookout. Obviously, Copa America is coming up. Once we get to the knockout stages and the groups are settled, we'll we'll do a show on that. The woman, uh, knockout stages of the Women's World Cup, uh, we'll bring updates on that. Obviously, the transfer window is going to be crazy. Free agency is going to be crazy. And then, um, f- you know, football season is slowly but surely starting back up, bro. Yep. Them, them Eagles, bro. Time. Them Eagles, man. We'll see what your boy yeah. Wentz can do. Mm-hmm. See if he, he if he could stay healthy or if he uh, trips on a paperclip and is out half the year again. Uh-huh. <laughs> but anyways, guys, take care. Have a good night. See you guys next time.